You're sure it was then? Who else would even care about Williams enough to do something like that? Reynolds steepled his fingers and thought. They could get in the way. Enough to throw everything off? Unlikely, but yes. And I'd like to get this done sooner rather than later anyway. Ideas? Did Arius have any favors he could call in with the FBI? The doppelganger wearing Arius's face simply sat still, searching the memories he had quite literally consumed when killing the man. Yes. Use them. Get them labeled as terrorists. They're white, my lord. Then it'll have to be a very big favor, won't it? Arius simply nods. There was a third one there. We didn't recognize him from the files. Do we have video? Yes, we took the security footage shortly after getting Williams' personal effects. Let me see it. Arius pulls out a laptop and slides in the USB drive they got from the hospital, playing the entire thing. Reynolds watches, and soon a small smile appears. Get him labeled a terrorist, too. We don't know who he- James Waters. I'm sure you can find a file on him easily enough with that. Arius nods. Anything else, my lord? Call Area 51. Tell them to prepare extraction. Which one, my lord? Reynolds simply leans back, looking out the window to make sure nobody is looking while he opens up the portal to the Nevada desert, and replies, All of them. Back in Columbia, Maryland, Rhea Bose shudders as she listens through the bug she had planted in the van. At first she was worried she would just lose her job, but now... She reached for her phone, her instinct to call Graham, but she paused. If Reynolds had replaced Arius, who's to say he didn't replace Graham either? So she called the phone of someone she swore she would never speak to again. She practically ran for her car as the phone rang, and he was worried that he wouldn't pick up, when suddenly it stopped ringing, no answering message coming through. Sylvester? Sylvester, are you there? Please, for the love of God, don't hang up. And no dead tone came. She replies, For God's sake, Sylvester, this is why we divorced. I have something extremely important to tell you. So you can send your little hit squad against us? I'm fucking serious, Sylvester. There's a long pause. Very long. Then Seymour gives her the address. I'll be there in 45 minutes. If you so much give an air of deception, I'm having my gremlin eat you. I'll do it too. Bose hangs up and peels out. She's pretty sure she just got fired. Okay, Big I'm hero Bose coming in hot. <laughs> I'm sorry, but my brain shut off for like the later half of that because I just saw. Well, I'll just. I'm sorry in advance for this. I I, okay. I need to go. <laughs> I need to. Go. I, 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 I need to. I I'm I, sure it's a thing you just put into our Discord ape. I'm not even describing it. I don't want to give this cursed image to people's uh, brains. It, that poor dog. It deserves so <laughs> much better. That super looks photoshopped. It is. It is. <laughs> it okay. is. It's literally a photoshop. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad I'm not crazy. This is slander upon a dog. Anyway, so... Yes. Uh, so, yes. Uh, you guys see the Seymour half of that uh, conversation as Scab is preparing the magic to jump into Amber's brain. 
um, like he answers the phone and he just doesn't say anything for a very long time. And then his that part of the conversation happens, and then uh, he hangs up and he goes, you "Guys, to come back to." I thought we were following the uh, plan, uh, the plot of uh, Earthworm Jim sixty four right now. I I never played Earthworm Jim sixty four. Oh no. Um, but no, he goes. He goes, yeah, that'll be a thing for you guys to come back to. Um, have fun in there. I've got to go prepare to see my ex-wife. Oh. Ah. It somehow never occurred to me that you were been married. I just pictured you was springing from the earth fully formed. No. I, no. Cooper, I, no. I, Why would you think that? I don't, I don't know. It's just... It seems like you just sort of started to exist one day. Out of character, Sylvester struck me as extremely divorced. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so I, guess, I just can't yeah. picture you as a child at all. <laughs> I... Oh my god, Cooper, we'll talk about this when you come back, but no, I did not swing out of the ground fully formed like a dwarf from Middle-Earth. I'm just, mm. I'm not saying that you didn't, Wait, I'm sure did, I'm are. just, I cannot personally picture you as anything but the man I am looking at right now. Okay. I don't know why. Alright, well, have fun, that out there. have fun crawling around in Amber's brain, I'm sure that won't be terrifying or s- mentally scarring at all. For her, uh, uh, no for more so than interacting her. with her. No more so than interacting with her when she's awake. I'm sure. Hoofa. <laughs> uh, Scab just sort of gives James a look, and he's like, "Okay, all right, everyone, hold hands." Uh, he, re- he reaches for Cooper and for um for Jorgen because he does not want to come anywhere near James. <laughs> Uh, what did I, I do? That, <laughs> you are strange, and you have not fed him the pancake, as is the ritual. <laughs> this is true. You have not given him the pancake. This is true. That is our custom. Ah, oh, shit. I'm going to say that was in character. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Uh. So at that point, so Scab will go at that. Scab just sort of like you know nods, like yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I roll my eyes so hard, my entire head comes with them. <laughs> I mean, like, we're Amber's friends. I'm not sure what you were expecting. I... Honestly, based on her descriptions, this is precisely what I was expecting. Okay. Oh, and um, I forgot to mention this uh, last time because things were just sort of happening. But um, Market has been walking around in uh, Tabitha's place and just and like barking rubbing up, apparently <laughs> and rubbing up against people's legs. I absolutely would have scooped up Market as soon as I saw her. Yes, Damn. Uh, but yes, Market Market is here. Everybody, don't worry. The cat is safe. I'm so glad the cat is safe. All right, thank God. All right, so um. Scab holds Jorgen's and Cooper's hands. Who's and I'm guessing those two hold his uh his hands and you're like in a circle formation. And clo- guys, close your eyes. You sort of feel yourself like falling towards Amber and like 
as you go through this entire thing, like you're falling through a fog and then like slowly but surely like dirt starts coming up beneath your feet. Like it starts forming, like falling upwards from beneath you and like forming on your feet and just sort of spreads, start spreading out. And then like trees start sort of plopping down from above. Like they're falling from the sky. And then there's this blue sky, uh, just like filling in. Like it's a, um, like like it's somebody drawing a marker and then there's like you know clouds forming and we have just now blown our entire CG budget. You're welcome. Wow. Um we had a budget? What the, f- <laughs> <laughs> um, what the fuck is this matrix? Pay me is Starburst. <laughs> uh wait, I pay you? Wait, you're getting paid? <laughs> I get paid. He only gives me the red ones though. No, I would never give you the red ones. The red ones are my second favorite. Fuck no, you. No, I like the yellow ones. Oh. Uh, like you can have the yellow ones. I don't care. I don't like those then ones. It's pink. I, which I think is supposed to be strawberry? I don't know. It they is. all just taste like... Anyway, point is, um, Scab looks around and he's like, okay, um, obviously this isn't what we're looking for, I don't think. And then, like, uh, he just sort of starts hovering up like... He starts flying up, and he's like, oh, okay. And then um, he flies back down, and he's like, yeah, there's a big tower made out of green and gray flame, like, over that way, and he just points a direction. He's like, I'm pretty sure we're supposed to be, like, heading there. Yeah, that seems about right. Okay, <laughs> sure. Listen, you just dove into your girlfriend, question marks, brain? I don't think you really have much room to say that things are weird. No, things are absolutely weird, but that's more a function of whose brain we're in than anything else. Okay, fair enough. Hmm. So, hmm. he starts walking that way, and then you see that, um... Oh, God. I forget what it was called. It wasn't a blind. It was the, uh, it's the towers that you hunt in, that you yeah, hunt no, deer in. Well, tree stand? Yes, tree stand. And, uh, it's at this point, I would, like, cat to, uh to describe the specifics of Amber's very first hunt again. Okay. (coughs) So I believe we said that she was 12? Something like that, yeah. I can search. Give me just a second. Okay. Um, By the way, Kat, I hope you do not mind that I'm basically making you co-GM for this session. No, that's fine. Okay. Uh, I just gotta fucking scroll way back. And find a fucking uh, boneless pizza? What? No. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just keep seeing that tweet out of the corner of my eye. (laughs) God. It's awful. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Okay. So twelve, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's right. The first time I know my characters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <clears throat> so she was twelve, and she's up in a tree stand uh, with her dad. Her dad has very insistently taken her deer shooting. Hmm. And, and she. Okay. 
she she is very insistently not interested in killing anything in this little excursion. Uh, so Scab goes, oh, Joy, we landed on basically the ass end of this whole entire thing. Great. Hooray. All right, I have generally no clue where we're supposed to go. I'm... No, uh, so, mm-hmm. so you see the team play out where the deer comes, um, Amber clips it on the tail, her dad gets very mad at her and just sort of, like, basically tells her to go find it, even though, like, that's going to basically be impossible at this point. And she climbs down, and she starts, like, going, going to find it. So, um, Scab's, Scab just sort of shrugs and follows her. James whistles quietly to himself at that shot, because hot damn, that was a 12-year-old, and that was a hell of a shot. (laughs) Yep. What does Jorgen think of that shot? It sure did happen. (laughs) Either you hit the thing or you don't. Really? Really? Yeah. Hmm. I I, I sure hope that deer makes it out okay. (laughs) All right, and so as you follow her, um, unfortunately, the deer immediately ran into a parked van. <laughs> <laughs> it was snapped its neck and died instantly. Oh, <laughs> bam! Um, so it's around uh, this point where you you see her like she hears the uh, the monster from from her whole thing up uh going on and like she starts climbing up the tree and um and James this seems really weird uh when the monster appears and starts slamming itself into the uh into the tree to try and get her down you see a humanoid form made out of green and gray flame sort of like push her down what, as it, as this thing like slams into the tree. Hmm. Uh, has she like acknowledged our existence at any point thus far? No, no. These memories are going to basically be playing on automatic. Okay. okay. So, mm. uh, can I psychically manifest my gun? Yeah. My question yes. is <laughs> power word yes. gun. You can psych- you can all psychically manifest your weapons. So I would like to shoot that motherfucker. Alright. Oh, well that's rude. Don't do that to Amber. <laughs> <laughs> I would never call Amber a motherfucker. Yeah. You call her a lot. You don't know who she's fucked. She could have fucked somebody's mom. <laughs> um so yeah, it's go ahead and roll. She's fucked somebody's mom. <laughs> Go ahead and roll kick some ass. That's a seven. Seven. Um, okay. I need to pull up my monster of the week stuff just to be on the safe side. Alright. So uh you shoot the figure that like it, it has already pushed her out of the um out of the tree, so she's already falling. You feel like, you know, this is probably how it actually happened, but this thing is just manifesting itself to cause like some severe mindfuckery with her, I guess. 
Um, and you you hit it, and uh, you get it like basically right in the eye. How much hit, harm does that do? Three. All right. So it sort of reels back and then sort of looks at you and um, raises its fist and like raises a hand and then like just sort of t- turns it from an open hand to a close hand. And you just feel something inside you basically being squeezed to de- like just not only is it being crushed, but it also feels like it is on fire. So take two harm that ignores armor. Also, remember oh. everybody that you are you are brain constructs, so you are at seven harm. You're at full harm. You, you don't have to. Not you are at seven health. You're fresh. Uh, oh shit! Movie time's mm-hmm. over, and I armor up. All right. Um. But before it, but before anybody else can retaliate against it, uh, it just simply leaps off. And uh, Scab, who was preparing to do something, is like, "Okay, all right, that's gonna be some shit." Because that. Was that supposed to happen? I thought we were watching, like, a movie. Uh, I'm guessing Morgan's trying to do something to our memories. Awesome. Rude. Uh, if we but die yes, in sir. here, we die in real life. Uh, yeah, for sure. I should have told you that beforehand. Hmm. Normally, uh, it's not this, this dangerous, but also, now we have to contend with an extremely powerful wizard who wants to do something. I don't know. Hopefully, we'll find out. So how is how is little Amber over there? Little Amber uh is about to be eaten by uh, a group. Uh, yeah, yes. crying crying and screaming because her leg is broken and being advanced upon by a a large monster that probably doesn't have any sort of distinct shape because Amber doesn't remember it having any sort of distinct shape. If anything, it you probably confused it for a bear. Sure. Uh, um, and just then like a bear with like f- five eyes or whatever yeah, weird I, traits. We yeah, gave it. yeah, something like, like motherfucker. That. I told you about forest fires. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then after that, uh, you hear some uh leaves less r- rustling, and um, and you know her dad comes out, and the the monster runs off. Uh, probably because uh. It's a lot harder to eat an uh, adult human than it is a child human. And also, this... an adult human who's definitely armed. Yes, so it, it basically runs off, and uh, Skeb kind of follows you guys out. And when you get to the parking lot of the uh, the of where you guys were hunting, um, instead of being like that sort of like gravelly sort of road, you instead reach paved road and James you would recognize uh this parking lot because you have arrived at college oh great this uh. shit again <laughs> so um cat please describe the uh the first time James and Amber met so should i be describing this from Amber's perspective Yes, from Amber's perspective, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So it's day one, class one, bi- biology 101. And Amber squeaks into a front row seat seconds before the bell rings. And the, it's, you know, it's fucking bio 101. 
it's everybody knows all the questions that are getting asked day one because everybody's been through fucking high school. So when the professor throws the class a huge softball on the uh, like elemental makeup of the human body, Amber is there and ready to answer the question with her hand raised and she's super eager and then some motherfucker next to her just yells the answer without being called upon and she is furious um so james when you realize that um you're you're feeling amber's anger uh you can see, like, give, give me a sharp roll. Everybody just go ahead, give me a sharp roll. I'm gonna, gonna sharpen the heck out of this. Oh no, James, you don't see I, a goddamn thing. Okay. I'm a little no, too I, caught up in the memory. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say, James, you're you're a bit too caught up in the memory to uh, really be looking around. You're just horribly reliving the first day of college. But, um, both... Uh, Cooper and Jorgen, you realize uh, when Amber starts getting angry, there's a very faint outline of some hands that are wreathed in like green and gray fire, just like on her shoulder, like as if it's like egging her on. So, Amber, please continue the memory. <clears throat> okay. So, Amber seethes in her seat for a while until the uh, professor asks another question and her hand up her hand is up again and then this motherfucker next to her just yell hollers the answer again and then it happens a third time and then a fourth time and then at this point she is just pissed off enough to stop raising her hand and start answering as soon as the question is done Um, so once again, like when she gets angry enough, um, you can see this figure. It's a little more visible now. It's leaning into her. Like you can see it, like it's standing behind her and like leaning into like one side of her head and like whispering shit into her ear. Um, so what do you do now that you see Morgan? Definitely here, and definitely screwing with the memory. Uh, I'd like to... Uh, <clears throat> I'll read a bad situation. Mm. Alright. Alright, I got All right, seven. You, get, you got a seven, <clears throat> so go ahead and ask one question. Um, I'm gonna go with what's the best way to protect the victim... All right. Um, so basically, you've caught on to the fact that Morgan is just going to be here fucking with her memories, trying to make it so that way he is more of an influence on her life than he actually ever was. Um, you're not quite sure why. Maybe he still has plans for her. Maybe it's just like revenge for something or another. But, um, but. Like, you gotta just keep driving him off, essentially. But you also realize the same tricks are not going to work twice. Adaptive learning. 
Uh, Mr. So, Freeze, Mr. Freeze boss fight. So we we can't just uh, shoot the devil on Amber's shoulder in the face. You can't just shoot him again. You've already shot him once. That is not going to work again. Um. Am I sufficiently aware of Morgan's presence now? Have I caught on yet? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can be caught on now. So if you want to try and shoot him in the face, then go ahead. Well, considering how that. that ended last time. <laughs> All right. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have uh, an I, idea. I have, I have an idea as well. If, All if right. you'll let me. Yeah, Jorgen, what's your idea? All right, so. Uh, using my vast knowledge of American media, I'm gonna uh, ask: Is this one of those combination desk chair things? Yes. I'm gonna. Can I? Can I just pick up the whole annoying answer assembly and just mm, carry the guy out of the room? <laughs> oh, you just want to carry James right out of the memory. Okay. Yes. Okay. Go ahead and roll. Act under pressure. Uh. All right. See if. Hey, <laughs> that's a ten. That's a ten. Jesus Christ. So yeah, you just basically pluck this part of the memory up and start walking out with it, and Morgan kind of looks confused. But also, uh, it's around this time that the memory just stops, dissol- just like starts dissolving, and uh, he just sort of like disappears in a poof of flame, and uh, all, all you see is smoke. And then um, next up is going to be, I, I don't remember the setup for this one from the thing that you sent me, Cat. Uh, so uh, describe to me. Oh yeah, I I, I kind of remember now. Um, describe to me this next one when James and Amber's relationship basically evolved. And the reason I had to say it in that weird way is because I had it in a super unhelpful way in my notes as James and her relationship hits level 16 and evolves and they didn't hit B. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerd-ass hour over here, yeah. I guess. We are doing a podcast for the internet of, of RPG, a, a role playing game. I mean, okay. and it's not on Watchmen. But, but I don't think we've like directly referenced GBA Pokemon evolution mechanics at any point <laughs> thus far. That seems like a new low. It does. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Hold on, just a second. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everybody, I'm coming off of a cold, and there's a bunch of crap in my throat. Okay, so... Uh, if you're thinking of the, the incident that I think you're thinking of, Mm-hmm. The uh, it was shortly after, er, yeah, it was shortly after they've both graduated undergrad and are gearing up to go to grad school, and 
uh, the both of them, because of their weird fucking rivalry relationship, graduated with top honors, uh, Suma and Magna, the both of them. And everybody wants them for internships. And there's this one that's that I made up, so I don't want to get fucking fact-checked in the forums about this, <laughs> called the Steinman Internship. Uh, the problem with, well, the good thing about the Steinman Internship is that uh, it essentially functions as a skeleton key in the industry. If you have that on your resume, you can get into fucking anywhere. The bad news is it's completely unpaid, and James comes from kind of a poor background, so he can't accept that. It doesn't, it, he doesn't have that sort of freedom. So he's going to take a lesser one, and when the two of them and a bunch of their friends are sitting around a dinner table talking about what their plans for the summer is, uh, James says he's not going to take the Steinman, he's going to take a different one, and Amber kind of loses her mind about it because she doesn't understand why this has to happen. And James explains it to her after she drags him off into another room and all of their friends fucking evacuate the house. <laughs> and he explains, you know, this is how it works in the real world. People don't always get to take the opportunities they want. They have to take the opportunities they can afford to take. And she thinks about it for a while and says... No, fuck you. You're taking the Steinman, and I'm paying for all your living expenses. And he tries to tell her, no, that's ridiculous. And she tells him, no, fuck you. When I make you finally admit that I'm better than you, it's not going to be because you allowed yourself some fucking cop out over, oh, I couldn't take this opportunity it's going to be because you actually realize how good i am and for no other reason and also fuck you again i'm paying off like your student loans because i'm not allowing you to take some rink and ink nine to five so that you can pay them off while i'm out there setting the world on fire all right so real quick Replace every time you said Steinman with Reynolds. Okay. Sure. <laughs> so it's the Reynolds internship. Yes. And James yeah. for sure knows that is wrong. Yeah. Um, so I just want to say, I don't know if it's weird, but I, it's only just now that I've basically realized that Amber and James's relationship is like, you're basically shonen rivals who fuck. <laughs> yeah. Right about. Yeah. Well, they didn't fuck until literally this moment. Wowzers. Because that's where this goes. James is so overwhelmed by how much he fucking hates this woman and the ridiculous bullshit she is constantly pulling, this included, that she just stops thinking and kisses her, and it's the first time. Yep, um, but yes, uh, so, James, every time you've 
you've this entire time you've been watching this uh memory it should be steinman she should be saying steinman you should be saying steinman but every time they say reynolds so that's giving you a bit of a tip off mhm mhm so i would and, like to you know we're we're two for two so i sort of figured that he'd be showing up again yeah so uh go ahead everybody can go ahead and roll me sharp um but James, go ahead and give me a plus one because you know for a fact that this is not right. You can have a plus one forward. There we go. Hey, I finally didn't fail the roll. All right. So, so, so uh, yes. Uh, so, does the fact that I'm used to seeing uh, everybody's lips do, like doing the weird dubbing thing does that factor into any of this? Mm, no, you still need the uh, so. All right. Dang. So everybody at least partially uh, everybody actually does give get a partial success. So um I'm going to say that uh you guys managed to catch it because right as they're about to, um so basically right as they're about to kiss uh the figure on fire just sort of roars out and starts trying to attack uh we'll say Jorgen simply because, um, no, actually, we'll say Cooper, because, you know what, I pick on Jorgen a lot, I realize, he's almost died three times, so, we'll we'll, we'll go with Cooper, Cooper, this, this figure on fire is leaping at you, but because you got a partial success, uh, you can go ahead and react, so, what do you do? Um, how, so, like, it's, how much time do I have to react? Like a split second or? Uh, you basically have, you're basically acting on instinct at this point. Uh, okay. Um, I'll just be boring and I'll just try to slash as I sidestep out of the way. So I'm going to roll, kick some ass, I yeah, guess. Yeah, kick some ass. That's an eight. I'll take eight. it. Okay. So, um, so he manages to like shove his arm like into your armor and burn you a little bit. And oh god, it hurts reg- worse than regular fire because you know what regular fire feels like. You have been set on fire several times by now. Occupational hazard. Yep. Um. So it hurts worse than normal fire. So go ahead and take two harm that ignores armor. But um. Mm. But sword slash is different than. The gun. last time he was sword is different from gun. Yes, so you basically managed to um slice him, and uh, he just sort of skitters off and like uh runs off through a door as James and uh, Amber start making out. It's at least eighty five percent teeth, <laughs> mostly biting. Yes. Yeah. That, that sounds like a hate kiss. Yes. So, are you gonna? So, are you guys gonna follow him through that door? Yeah, I feel like something I shouldn't stick around to watch. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. So you follow him through that door. Can I, I'd like to interrupt you real quick, Colin, mm-hmm. just for a mechanical question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I have what does not kill me, which is if you suffer harm in a fight, you get plus one ongoing until the fight is over. Uh, so how are we working that? This is this exactly. is technically going to be a fight. This is technically going to be a fight. So we're going to go ahead and say you're going to get a plus one for until you get out of Amber's brain meets. 
Okay. So that sharp should have been a 10, but we'll okay. just keep track of that going forward. Yeah. 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 Um, also, so, recording boy the second seems to have abandoned us. Garrick died. Oh, no. It's Poor okay. Garrick. We still have the we other. Still has poor Garrick. Charlie. All right. All right, yeah, Anyways. he told me he was unexpectedly disconnected, but that's fine. Um, so you guys run through that door to chase after Morgan, and you don't run into, you don't run outside where, like, you know, there, there was, like, you don't run outside or, like, you know, into another hallway. Instead, you're in a church, and there's seats being filled. And standing up at where the best man should be standing is Amber. And, uh, Kat, go ahead and describe the wedding, please. Amber's in an extremely obnoxious suit. It is, like, neon red. It is the worst thing to look at. It's completely inappropriate, which means it's absolutely perfect. Uh... And she is best manning. It's not her wedding. It's James's wedding. He's getting married to a very nice man that has been sort of obliquely referenced previously once. Who's, his name is Daniel. And Amber is doing her best to be obnoxious but not intrusively so she's leaning up against james a little bit and as he's reciting his vow he's having trouble keeping his composure and after a certain point he throws his note cards over his shoulder and as everybody gets sight of them they've all been vandalized (laughs) and he just has to improv it i forgot about that part (laughs) I'm going to call this relationship Daniel. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, so the way that this has been corrupted is you don't see a man in green and gray flames just like standing there, but uh, Morgan is overseeing the entire wedding. He is the uh he is the priest that is currently uh doing this whole thing. Oh, that motherfucker. Yeah. So James is actually livid now. Like mm-hmm. he's just been sort of like mainline pissed off this whole time, but he is actually fucking furious at this point. Yep. Um so actually when uh Reynolds see- when Reynolds sees that you are livid he goes nice husband daniel i believe that'll be interesting no 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 you (laughs) you think i won't i am drawing my gun uh he just keeps overseeing the wedding and you, when you fire, the I bullet just... Haven't, I haven't okay. said that I'm going to fire. I'm okay. Cooper goes over to the DJ the... booth. <laughs> Alright, so... Yeah, he finds who let the dogs out and he blasts it at full blast. <laughs> Is this Cooper doing this? Yes. <laughs> okay. Alright. Um, go ahead and roll 
Fuck. Almost <laughs> acts under pressure. <laughs> I kind of want to say he protects someone, actually. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> a weird way of doing protect someone. Nine. Nine. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you start... So, here's the thing. You cannot find who let the dogs out. Oh, bullshit. Every DJ has that. No. That is a scientific but, fact. But, but, you can find Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. It's there for some reason. All right. But... He's got it. It's it, not going to work as well. It's there because Amber requested it be there. <laughs> there we go. Okay. But you did not request you let the dogs out, which is why it's not there. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so I would also the, accepted Venga Boys We Like to Party. Okay. Um, so the, the room starts shaking and starts coming undone a bit, but, um, but Reynolds just sort of like stands there and concentrates a bit more and it's you've got him distracted enough that somebody else can do a thing that will potentially help out so, uh that will potentially finish this particular corruption off so uh who wants to do a thing now i believe i would i would like to take the book out of his hands close it and slap him across the chops with it <laughs> that sounds like an act under pressure i'm gonna say because you because the book's not gonna hurt him you know for a fact the book is not gonna hurt him it's just gonna feel good when you do it well that's a 14 <laughs> that's a 14 that's so, a uh, box cars ladies and gentlemen so uh and as slap- as i slap him across the mouth with this bible this psychic bible i wore at him you will fucking not um he uh so he just basically goes down and a pit opens up beneath him and just sort of like, and the pit starts getting wider and wider and everything starts being consumed by this pit. And But like, the thing is, things don't fall into the pit. They just sort of like stick to it as they slide in. And then uh, when you, when you guys, uh, when the pit, when this whole thing stops. Oh, wait, before I'm pulled into the pit. Mm-hmm. Do I have that song they played as the Titanic went down on the DJ booth? Yes. <laughs> okay, I start playing that nicely as I like, sink into the pit. Uh, so, oh, no. uh, so when you guys get sucked into the next thing, um, you guys are sitting in this house that, uh, James, you recognize it as your house. In Colorado, and mm-hmm. you're and uh, you and Amber are discussing how to do hunts a different hunting animals a different way. So go ahead and take that. Well, if it's if it's the first time we're discussing this, it's not. It happened before the house. Oh, it did happen before the house. Okay, there's it happened you, before the wedding. There was a bit of uh, anachrono- anachronological. Uh, make up to that document. Hmm. Okay. Either way, this is this is what's happening yeah. now. So the they're in grad school. Uh Daniel's there, because James and Daniel are together at this point. Aren't they engaged by this point? No. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> uh it's it's towards the end of 
grad school. It's like nine weeks into their, it's like, yeah, nine weeks into their last semester of grad school. And neither of them have any fucking clue what they want to do. They've gotten tons of job offers, but nothing is like jumping out at them. And so James is working on a paper. Daniel is just sort of like sitting there chilling out and Amper is bouncing a tennis ball off the ceiling. Partially in thought, partially just to be obnoxious because it leaves marks on the ceiling. <laughs> and eventually she catches the ball and hums to herself because she has an idea now. And she tells everybody in the room to come on a journey with her. And when James says, no, never, she spikes the ball at the back of his head and tells him that coming on a journey does not require him talking. <laughs> and Daniel gets out of his seat and returns the ball for, to her because he's a fucking traitor. <laughs> It's a very good yeah. document. That was I laughed at that when uh when because it's all written from um it's all written from James's perspective and uh the phrase Daniel's a traitor shows up several times and it's great. <sighs> so uh is it Amber outlines instead of instead of the two of them taking one job, instead what they should do is work for everybody. And when James gives her the I the what the actual fuck are you talking about, Williams look that he's been perfecting over the years, she explains that, well, everybody wants them. So why not just take single job commissions from all these different organizations and get work everywhere? So here's the thing. Instead of her coming up with that idea, um, so that, that's, that's, that's how it actually happened. What The way you observe, uh, James, is uh, somebody walks in, um, and there it is. Is that motherfucker Morgan Reynolds? Yeah. And there, uh, There's a knock at the door, and Daniel yeah. goes and answers it, because they're, yeah. they're in James's dorm. Yeah, okay. Uh, so he answers it, and Morgan Reynolds walks in, and he, he's apparently your guys' friend, and he he gives the suggestion to Amber about that whole uh, idea. You know, why, why instead of working for one person, why don't you do this freelance? Why don't you guys go ahead and uh, just uh, work for different people and compete against each other? And then once he's done suggesting that he just sort of looks directly at you, James and just, just grins. Like he gives you the biggest shit eating grin. Whenever Morgan isn't on screen, all the other characters be asking, where's Morgan? Where's Morgan? <laughs> where's Morgan? <sighs> so, uh, Jorgen hasn't done anything cool for a while. Never. Jorgen. <clears throat> Hey, hey, he's done I'm just joking, several no. cool things. Wow. Uh, so, Jorgen, um, how do you want to get rid of of uh, Morgan this time? Because, you know, you can't, you can't hit him with a book this time. You can't hmm. hit him with a sword. You can't hit him with a gun. Hit him with the bookcase. No, 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 no. Uh, um, can I answer the door? 
Can I intrude on this memory and no. enter the door? No, because in order for for you to know that things are going wrong, uh, like you would have no idea oh. that uh, that this knock at the door would be. Well, that's be, maybe not necessarily true because James definitely knows that there wasn't a knock at the door in this time, and so if Jorgen can read his reaction to this falsehood, he might. Hmm. Be able to hmm. figure out. That okay, it's kind of- uh, so yeah. So go ahead and roll. Oh, this is going to be a weird one. Go, Jorgen. Go ahead and roll plus charm to see if you can read uh, James's face. Because I doubt James would re- would like say anything. Okay. Nine. So um, you read. You get the feeling right before uh, right before. David open answers the door that Daniel. uh Daniel Daniel excuse me I have it Daniel. here in my notes correctly I don't know why I said David he's um right before Daniel opens the door um you get the feeling that this is off from his reaction uh, uh so you can rush and answer the door yes hey, what's uh, the difference between a bookcase and a bookshelf semantics <clears throat> yeah that sounds about right vowels hey. <laughs> I mean, what's the difference between a ladder and a stepladder, really? Well, step ladder is like two or three steps, and it's meant to get like, hmm. or is like top of shelves or something. Anyway, so anyway. Uh, so I will I will because you rolled a nine. I will say that you can answer the door. You can answer the door, but you know that it would possibly be bad for Amber if you interfered Hmm. in some way. So do you want to risk it or do you want to let this perversion of the memory play out? I... See, uh... Uh, what I thought was happening is that we were, uh... Is that this thing loops, but, hmm... Uh Hmm. I'm very conflicted, I'm sorry. I No, that's that's the that's the sign that I've given you a good hard choice. It's a difficult choice. Well, while you're figuring that out, apparently the main difference between a bookcase and a bookshelf is that a bookcase has a backing. Ah. Hmm. Well, actually, yeah, that knock shouldn't have been there, so I'm gonna just call, I'll get it, and open the door. Alright, so you run and you grab it, and Morgan sort of looks surprised that, um, that you've answered it, and he goes, what the hell? Can Um, I slam the door on him? Yes! Yes, you can! I will slam the door on him. And you slam the door on him! Oh, it's some Mormons. Let me get the hose. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. They love the hose. Um, Mormon Reynolds. (laughs) (laughs) So, when you slam the door, um, some... Like, the... You slam it so hard that the wall falls down, and oh. um, and you find yourself in another house. 
And this part wasn't in the dock, so I don't know how this plays out. But uh, Kat, go ahead and uh, describe when her pa- when Amber's parents got estranged. Mm. We're always a little bit of strange. <laughs> There's, you're missing a D on the end of that word. <clears throat> okay. It's, it's been... Well, the reason why it wasn't in the dock, Colin, is because James wasn't present for this. Yes, I am aware. That's why it wasn't in the dock. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, uh, it's, it's been... A long time coming, if everybody in the room is perfectly honest. Uh, Amber's father refuses to move away from Texas. It's just he is attached to this place too hard. And Amber's mom has an absolutely booming career in real estate in Los Angeles. And she's always had a problem with his hunting habits, with his hobbies, shall we say. Uh, And she had hoped for a long time that she might be able to convince him to stop, and it just never worked out. And so between all the time that they spend apart from each other and this both disagreement on the hobby and also disagreement on how the hobby affects Amber because Amber's mom has always known that she wasn't thrilled to be made to be involved in it. But her dad is such a force of personality. She couldn't manage to argue her way through it. So she just can't really bear to be around him anymore. Um, I, I do want to say this. I know you're painting a lovely, lovely picture, but when you say that she has a problem with his habits, all I can, or hobbies, all I can think of is that scene from Ace Ventura when nature calls, you have a very lovely room of death. <laughs> I'm sure um, he does. <laughs> um, he has a very lovely, like, eight rooms of death. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, here's the thing. Morgan's just sitting back and standing. Uh, well, Morgan, as the uh, person in flame, is just sitting back and watching this one. He doesn't have to do anything to Morgan this. Morgan is one. pretending to be one of the stuffed trophies. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 he is literally just like hanging out in the background, leaning against a wall. Like, no, he's leaning against one of the bears. He's leaning yeah, against yeah, the stuffed he's, bear. He's leaning against the stuffed bear, and he's just watching. And he's like, "Honestly, I can't do anything to this one. It's already pretty perfect, if you ask me." That why are you here? Why is anyone here? <laughs> <laughs> um he's like uh so it's, it's at this point he's just gonna he says me uh, if you ask him why are you here, he's like, Oh, to keep you from ki- going forward. Um hmm. I have an idea, but I, I, I don't wanna overtake anybody. Um that's kind of a dumb idea. Uh, I I do have. It's a very dumb idea. Don't worry. Uh, I I'm just gonna ignore the dreamscape and stroll up to him. All right. 
he he just kind of sits there watching you. You can tell that if he had if he had a regular face, he would probably be uh, just watching you amusedly. Oh, right. He's a weird. He's he's a evil he's a green weird, flame elemental. Yeah, guy. he's like a yeah. He's made of green and gray flames. In case you can't tell, that's both the Feywild and the Deadlands coming through. All oh, right. Hmm. See, if he was a person, I'd I'd be going for grabbing his ear. Just. Like, like uh, yeah, that would be a bad idea. That would be a bad idea, especially since you can't tell if he really has ears in this form right now. <sighs> hmm. Hey, Blake, can I borrow your sword? Yeah, all right. All right. So I'm going to take the sword, and I'm going to go up to one of the, uh, one of the, uh, like, big buck, buck uh, deer trophies on the wall. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hack off one of its antlers. Okay. And I'm going to return the sword to Blake, and then I'm Thank just going to try and fucking run Morgan through with the antler. Um, go ahead and yeah, go ahead and roll kick some ass. That is de- that is different enough of a different enough weapon that I will allow this. This is probably the last time I'm going to allow a weapon to be used against him, though. Just FYI, right. well, um, that's a nine. Yeah, that's a nine. So, um, so you basically like you get the first hit, you run right into him. He's not expecting this, and like you stab him with the antlers, and so he's like, he goes. He, oh wait! Actually, actually, mm-hmm. that's a ten. I keep forgetting oh, I have. Yeah, I know. I keep forgetting I have. I know my prey, which is yeah. whenever I'm doing literally anything involving Morgan, I get plus ones to anything. Yes. So, uh, go ahead. So, which extra effect do you want? I'm going I would to like tell to you suffer right, less harm, please. I was about. To, I was about to say doing terrible harm will not do anything in this hunt. He does not actually have any hit points. Um. So. Yeah, you suffer less harm. So uh, you run him through with the antler, and he just grunts in pain. And so he magics some uh, a what appears like a bull moose, and he just like starts sliding it through. So that way, it just like rams into you. Uh, but you manage to like, um, but between <clears throat> your uh, your little guardian angel and their uh, suff- suffering less harm, uh, you don't suffer any harm. It's just a grazing blow. Oh, and uh, and that mo- and that bull moose slams right through the wall, and uh, there's a different room on the other side that should not be there. So um, my idea was going to be animate the bear. I was originally thinking that, but then uh, but then he chose less harm. So I was like a bull moose. So I can just have. No, him I mean that was what I was going to try to do. Oh, oh, that's what you were going to do. We're on the same wavelength. I hate this. Um, so uh, Scab walks through the. Uh, oh yeah, Scab's here. Sca- Scab is here. Scab's here because he hasn't done anything. I imagine, like at the wedding, he was immediately on a shrimp cocktail. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he was. Like he was uh, doing the George Costanza's thing. <laughs> Let's see how many I can fit into my mouth. Um, oh, no. <laughs> there is some trip cocktail uh, residue. On He's still his, carrying around um, some somehow. He brought it to another it's member. Like the, it's, like the, it's quite frankly like the good place. He just has like a he just has like a wine glass filled with shrimps 
it's weird. Um, <laughs> but uh, he steps through and he's like, what the hell is this? And uh, this is another thing that also wasn't in the doc because it was James wasn't there for it. Uh, could Cat please describe when Amber took her dad to a animal preservation? No, the other way around. Oh, 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 it was, okay. All right, so, um. Yeah, so, the one time that Amber's dad the took Amber's her to. Took her, the animals took her <laughs> dad to an Amber preservation? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Very good, you got now, it. The one time that Amber, that Amber's dad took her to, like, an animal reserve without the express purpose of hunting. No guns at all. Today we're going to scare him to death. <laughs> no, um, so this was this was the first and maybe only time that this happened. Uh, her dad just sort of understood after a point that she was not okay with killing and he wasn't going to give up on it, but he did want to, you know, do something nice for her. So he took her to Tanzania to, cause this is the only like place I know the name of the Makumi national reserve. And, uh, they went on like a guided safari. They went in, they got in like a little bus and they saw the giraffes and the elephant and it was multiple days. So you know, the next day they got up super early to see the lions because the lions are only actually active like right after sunrise and they spend the rest of the day sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the Ibex, there's a pond with several hippos in it. And I want to say Amber is like like 14 at this point. Okay. She's pretty young. Uh, and she, this is where uh, she learns to be in love with the idea of taking care of animals because she is just awestruck at how beautiful this place is and wants to preserve it, wants to keep it going. All right. Amber watches a hippo do that poop spray thing and just thinks majestic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So on one of these tours, uh, it is Morgan who is giving the tour and he's, and like, it's it's not obvious at first that it's him, like because he sort of disguises it at first. Like he even he even disguises his voice. Avatar of gray and black flame is wearing no 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 sunglasses. no no. This he is appearing he is appearing as a person, like he did at the wedding for this one. Um, and uh, then and then like and then it slowly becomes more and more his voice, and then he fi- finally ends with, "And if you look to the rear of the bus, you'll see a coward who could have stopped me long ago." but elected not to. So now his girlfriend's in a coma. Is it... Is it Jorgen? (laughs) Did you actually say that? No. If if you had, he would have played along. I'm like, yes. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah. uh, And... And in this memory, everybody, including Amber, just looks to the rear of the bus straight at James. I think they're talking about you. I think See, that one I, did <laughs> I just have my head in my hands. 
Like, I can't even look at anybody. Because I know he's right. Uh, oh, I want to give James a pat on the shoulder. Just, come on, my man. Nothing anybody could have done. There's plenty I could have done. I, I knew the first time I met him he was like this, and I didn't do anything. Well, it's, okay, go ahead. He's here now. Uh, what are we going to do? Since that pause, I'm I'm inferring is as in character. He says on the uh, through the, the the speaker again. He goes, "That angel is going to make the most interesting sounds when I start ripping its fingers off one by one." Uh, what? The angel that protects James. Oh, oh, I forgot about that for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't. You guys can't see it, but uh, but he does specifically say that. His ghost son. Mm-hmm. His ghost His baby. Ghost Scab sort of looks at you guys and is like, I'm kind of <laughs> concentrating on maintaining the spell. If okay. anybody wants to do anything... James uh, is having um, trouble moving right now. Okay. I heard what I'm going to do. I'm going to summon a monster into the world. Okay. You cannot summon apples here. I'm going to put that... I'm going to put my foot down right now. You cannot just keep summoning apples. What if it's apples possessing one of these creatures? No, that doesn't count! Oh. It still counts as apples! I want to summon apples, okay, though! Fine! Do you want to summon apples? I will allow you to summon apples. You can just keep summoning apples. Here, I'm going to change the... Use magic description here. So, instead of summoning a creature... I have done world, it three times! But you've, done, <laughs> you've done it every time. <laughs> every time you summon a monster into the world, you summon apples! I, Apples is great. Do you not like apples? I do like apples, but it's... Okay, go ahead. Summon apples. I just want to, like, possess a hippo and just come charging over the hill. Oh, you want to... You want to... If you want to possess a monster, uh... Actually, okay, yeah, you can summon a... You can summon a hippo into the world and have it charge the bus. Sure. Okay. All right. Go ahead and roll plus weird. That's 12, motherfucker. I don't. It didn't come through for me yet, but I will believe you rolled a twelve. Um, uh, um where? There we oh, go. There. Hey, roll twenty. Um, so yeah. Uh, let's see. The keeper will offer you some added benefit. The added benefit is that it will not complete. It will not further ruin Amber's uh, mind. Um, kind of like how Jorgens did. Um, uh, well, I mean, you didn't. You didn't affect it too much. Jorgen, if I'm going to be honest, but um, it did affect some stuff there. Uh, so yeah, the hippo just comes and rams the bus, and as it's tumbling over, you all fall through the windows. You don't crash through them; you just sort of like phase through them, and you land. Y'all land ass down. Um, uh, face down, ass up. That's no, because I crashed uh, the bus. No. Um, 
You all land. No. Uh, you all land on your ass. And Cooper, when you look up, you're seeing yourself talking to Amber. And Amber and Ape. I get a I feeling like, I know exactly what this is. I would like you to describe how you guys met to take care of that serial killer. Uh, okay. That shit from episode one, we've I've finally managed to brought up. I finally managed to bring it back in, guys. It happened. It only took forty something sessions. All right. You must be Miss Williams. I'm Blake Cooper. Um, I understand you're our animal control specialist. Yeah, uh, pleasure to meet you. I, I was told not to bring any cameras around, so I know, appreciate that. We're working off the board, off the off the net. Yeah, this is a little bit of our, uh, out of our area expertise. This um, he is basically a trained a I believe it's a cougar to kill. So he stayed under our radar for a while, but we got him now. But we do need to track down this cougar. Okay, sure, not a problem. Uh, I do want to make it clear right now: absolutely not going to kill the cat. That's that's fine. So long as we got him. Just want him out of the wilderness and not killing. Yeah. So uh, I'll leave the I'll leave the human to you, and I'll take care of the animal. Got it. All right. And then you guys, it 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 sort of fast forwards through like a bunch of boring, you know, like t- like talking to contacts and you know tracking it down. And then uh, it's you guys have. Tracked him down. Where where did you track him down to? I'm gonna let you guys decide on this. Where where was he hiding out when you finally managed to get him? I kind of want to just say cabin in the woods. Yeah, that's where I'm leading towards too. All right. So um, there's a cabin in the woods, and uh, you see the cougar is just sort of like prowling around outside, and um, and you know. It seems to be like on the guard, and there's a figure inside, like just planning his. You assume he's planning his next move. All right. All right. So I can get into position and trank the cougar. Whatever you give the signal, it'll take. Let's see, with an animal that size, it'll probably take a couple minutes for it to go down. It'll definitely take a couple minutes, probably less than five. Uh, but will it, you will, will need to charge? time that. Uh, so long as I shoot it right, it should only feel like a tiny prick from the trank dart, so it, it shouldn't get too, too agitated. Do you understand that if it charges, uh, we are going to have to shoot it? Well, I will do my level best to make sure that doesn't happen. All right. As soon as it's down, get out of here, because we're going to move in. Understood. All right. Um, I'm not going to make you roll kick some ass because this is a memory. So obviously it did happen, but this is where shit gets weird, Cooper, because you don't remember the thing after it being shot by a tranquilizer dart, uh, growing tentacles out of its back, start phasing in and out of reality and then rushing straight at you. And you have a feeling of just being whooshed into where your body was standing at the moment. And so you have replaced your memory scape as this displacer beast starts rushing you, what do you do? Um, okay, so I'm 
back basically in Agent Cooper form. Yeah, you're, you, you, I will say... All right, no, let me pull up uh, that uh, character you, sheet. You, no, no, you're, you're not in... No, you're still you. You have basically... You have been magically uh, shunted you into... Have, you have subsumed you, your memory self. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I so, still got the character sheet, though. Uh, but, like... Okay, fine, if you want to do it that way, sure. Yeah, it's you are, more interesting if I do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go ahead, uh, bring that up. Um, so yeah, it is rushing you. What do you do? Um, let's see. We're gonna call the agency for help. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Justin, Justin, help! I'm trapped in the brain of my best friend, and uh, and there's a displacer beast tr- tr- rushing right at me. Okay, so let's see. I still got my assault rifle. Um, you're probably in full SWAT gear. Yeah, probably in full SWAT gear. Yeah, I will give you an additional armor on top of whatever armor. Uh, we're looking at my old stats as I have minus one weird. <laughs> we're supposed to now I have three. Ah, uh, those are the days. Um, but yeah, I'm going to level my assault rifle and just like old instincts taking over and just trying to put a couple between the eyes of this cougar displacer beast thing. Alright, go ahead and roll kicks and mass at a minus one because it is a fucking displacer beast. Right. Displacer cougar. Displacer cougar, right. That's a six. That's a six. Would anybody like to help him out? Um, can I catch the beast's attention? Yeah, you can try and catch his attention. Go ahead and roll plus cool. Okay. Wow. Holy shit! Did you? Too bad I didn't take advanced. Oh, uh, yeah. So you got a 14 on that. So, yeah. Um, so 14 help out means that uh, you get a, they get the plus one on their roll. So um, how much harm does the... Uh, well, actually, it doesn't matter because uh, you're going yeah. to kill it. Um, so it, it basically leaps at you and starts mauling you even as you're shooting it. So it's going to deal three harm. You can subtract whatever armor you had from that, and I believe I said you could add an additional armor on top of whatever, uh... Up to a maximum of two. I think you can, you're not allowed to go above two armor. Okay. Correct. So, um, so I believe old Cooper had one armor, so you still... In, with an additional one on top of that, because you're wearing SWAT gear, uh, that is... That yep. is one harm. So yeah, you take one harm as this thing mauls you, and you're, like, shooting it. And um, the figure inside just sort of steps out, and it's that motherfucker, the man made out of green and gray flame. And he goes, this one was going to... I always knew this one was going to be a fun one to mess with. All right. The, the Splacer Beast is dead, so who would like to do a thing? Uh, so, is is the, the, the memory, like, reacting to this change? Um... Yes, like it's 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 sort of like you can hear like a sort of tearing at seams. Also, in the distance, like you can see a you can see what Scab was talking about. There's like this big tower made out of the same green and gray flames that um that uh that Morgan is currently made out of. Hmm. Because if if the memory is changing like wholesale to reflect this new information, mm-hmm. uh, Amber is going to be like trying to treat the displacer beast to see if it can be saved 
Oh, right. Uh, pull up Amber's chat. Okay. Just, yeah. We discussed this previously. This whole thing. It was a long time ago when we first started this. But didn't we decide that the guy was actually a wizard using magic to control this thing? I absolutely do not recall that. I think we decided that. That would be cool, though. You guys working sure. on a and weird we, like, thing without about even realizing it. He probably had an apprentice that we're going to try to work into the story, and that just never happened. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I kind like of forget. Yeah, it does sound, does sound like us. But yes, I do like the idea of him being a wizard, and which makes sense. It makes narrative sense that uh, Morgan would take over his body. So, um... So if Amber's going to be trying to treat the Displacer Beast, uh, what is... Uh, actually, no, wait, that that could work. Um, yeah, so Amber, go ahead and roll me... Uh, I guess help out. Now, is this... Which Amber is this? Is this going to be spooky Amber, or... It is um... definitely going to be big game hunter Amber. Okay. Because and you were not the spooky out... back then. Right. And help out is which stat? Cool. Okay, give me Helping just a second. people is cool. Because I gotta pull up uh, the, the Big Game Hunter PDF so I can remember what my cool score used to be. <laughs> okay. Um, which, I think I started with zero. Weird. No. Yeah. Yeah, okay, you started so cool zero stat, weird. My cool stat was plus one to start. Yes. It's always going so, to be plus one if you so head zero weird. I, I will need to add two to this roll in you order to compensate. Speaking of weird, I just realized just now. So that's a ten. Yeah. Hey. That's so Cooper and Amber both got weirder, and then Jorgen got more normal. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, that's uh, exactly yeah. what happened. That, that is exactly what happened. So yeah, oh uh, yeah. Um, so you save the displacer beast, and um, it looks up at Amber, and it's got a sort of sense of loyalty to it. And it's at this point, um, the the green avatar kind of like he doesn't have a real face on him, but you can tell he's got like an oh shit, uh stuff is about to go down situation going on because this this thing is now loyal to amber yeah so james now is going to walk over to memory amber and squat down next to her and put his hand on her shoulder and then look at the displacer beast and then look at morgan and point at him and say sick him (laughs) <laughs> yep, and the uh, Displacer Beast uh, leaps up uh, at at uh, Morgan, and Morgan, for for you know being prepared, knowing this was happening, um, he he sort of like sidesteps, like magics it into the cabin, and um, like slams the door shut, and then sets the cabin on fire, and then leaps into the flames himself. Uh, there are some windows that you could leap in to chase him and when you look in the windows there is a scene that is definitely not the inside of a cabin anymore so that is probably progress I helped scab through the window because he's small yes thank you he's like I'm not that small thank you (laughs) 
All right. And uh, I, f- I forget what we did for the first time Amber doing magic. Was, weren't you like in some sort of warehouse? No, I was in my apartment. Scab was teaching it to oh, me. Oh, sh- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he. Uh, the first time was uh, Amber just cast a cantrip, just a tiny oh. fire on the end of one of her fingers. Oh yeah. So um, so when you step through the window, uh, you are in Amber's apartment, and that tower is ever closer. Like you're pretty sure you're only one memory jump from being inside of it. Um, and you know, scabs. That that tower is literally just down the hall. Yeah, literally just down the <laughs> hall. Um, I mean, literally, you could probably, that's probably where I'm going to end up leading you. Um, so, uh, so you've got Scab there, and he's teaching, uh, he's teaching Amber magic, and, you know, she's got the cantrip going on, and then, um, and then, you know, there's... How there's does an- Scab react to seeing himself? Really? That's what, okay, well. God, I'm fat. <laughs> No, he's not fat. He's a very... I'm pretty sure I've described him as uh, unusually skinny. For as much as he has eats. body issues. You don't know. No, he does not. Well, actually, you do know. You created him. I do oh, know. God. It's his character. He knows. Yeah. There's no such thing as headcanon when it's your character. Okay. So, um, so Scab's, Scab's co- sort of like uh, watching this, and he's like, you know, this is just the first time I've actually ever taught anybody magic. Usually when they come to us, like, that... that they're already wizards. And, um, and so after he's done, like, teaching her the cantrip, um, there's a knock on the door, and Amber goes Norm. to answer it. Yeah, Norm! But instead of Norm, it's Morgan! Norm! <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, um, he starts coming in, and he also starts teaching her magic. And Scab goes, okay, now I'm pissed. Oh. I'm going to teach you even better magic. Look, I can make my thumb disappear. I'm going to teach you better magic with blackjack and hookers. In fact, forget the black ma- In fact, forget the bla- uh, magic. Hmm. But uh, but yeah. So um, and as he's teaching her magic, uh, he looks at all of you and uh, and he goes, "Why don't you try it over the- on some of those th- objects over the- there that I'm." Uh, and you guys realize that the Amber in this memory is starting to turn around and start casting magic at you guys. Um, and it is very much a fireball. Uh, so who wants to do a thing? I'd like to duck and wave and ask this man a question. Okay, go ahead and, uh, roll act under pressure. Alright. Wow. Alright, so... With a 10, uh, you manage to duck the fireball that Amber chucks right your way. Um, but when you ask him a question, uh, the the axe just goes right through him. And he goes, I'm not going to be hit by stupid weapons anymore, you idiots. Stupid weapons are the only weapons we have. I... Oh, no. Uh, hmm. I'm going to block the magic with more magic. Go ahead and roll plus weird. Which That's I am an 11. using as one thing, but non human limitations. I basically just summon like a big tower shield. All right, yeah, I can dig it. It's like a tower shield made out of like clear blue force. Yes, excellent. I love it. All right, um, what's James doing as she's Die. throwing a fireball at him? Die. Uh, I, 
I'm going to hide behind Cooper. <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll act under pressure. Congratulations, you got a tank. <laughs> the BTS isn't working. That's an eight. Okay, um... Hmm. Actually, that's a nine, but it doesn't that is a nine. matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, Unless Cooper would like to help out, because it is just a nine. All right, we're not technically fighting You are anything. fighting a monster. Yes, you are. You are no. fighting a monster. You can automatically can help 10, out. Then. That's an 11. Uh, that's an 11, because remember, she forgot oh, the... Oh, uh... right. Yep. So either way... Well, same yep. thing. Yep, so uh, basically you realize that James is trying to scramble behind you, so you just sort of like I step to him. the side. Yeah, or you yank him, step to the side, and like you keep your uh, shield up. Um, meanwhile, Morgan is uh, forming his own, like, he's got, he's making gestures, and lightning starts covering his hands, and he's about to like, uh, start casting spells at you guys. So who wants to try and do another thing to try and uh, stop this from happening? I would like to do a thing. All right. I would like to get up to Amber and redirect her to fire at Morgan. I'm going to say that's a manipulate someone. So go ahead and roll okay. plus charm. Sure. Don't forget charm to add your yourself. plus one. Yeah, that's a nine. Okay, is that a nine or is that a ten? That's a nine. Nope. I remember okay. all my pluses this time. All right, so but we're yeah, still gonna... fighting a thing. Yeah. So, right, so I'm uh, gonna I, an eleven. I dart out from behind the tower shield and like creep around the furniture to get up to Amber, and then I get behind her and I shout into her he- her ear, "New target, idiot!" And I spin her to face Morgan, and she fireballs Morgan, and this time, uh, and Morgan, who was right next to Morgan. Well, I mean, no, with the with a ten, with an eleven, I'm going to say that it is just going to hit Morgan. And with that, um, you hear him scream, and instead of poofing away in a um, in a like you know smoking fire, he just like fades out. And uh, scab sitting, scab's there, like not memory scab is uh, standing there, is like, I think he's gone, like. For good? I mean, I'd rather not stick stick around to find out. Well, let's pop out and see if she's awake. No, no, no. We have to figure out why Morgan did this to her. And you know, he's a dick. We know that. Okay, but what caused him to turn on her, like, so suddenly? And you know what's right across the hallway? Morgan's apartment. Yeah. And I shotgun the lock off the door because (laughs) fuck it, fuck being subtle. All right, yeah. So you go right in, and this memory is played uncorrupted of you guys. um, I'm gonna just like quickly go over the thing where like Morgan calls her over, shows her the map of Baltimore with this big summoning circle that he's drawn up, or this big like magic circle that he's drawn up on it and explains to her that he's basically created a gigantic magic well to uh to capture magic in the two city episodes ago just played the two episodes ago no no so like so and then and um so, and so when amber when amber sees the city-wide uh magical circle james sees the look on her face and fucking face palms because he knows exactly <laughs> what she's thinking <laughs> 
Um, and then, you know, he explains that, like, you know, like, 16 million people are going to have to die, but that's a small price to pay for, you know, like, basically freeing everybody who's forced to come over here. Um, she disagrees. Uh, he, he takes away her magic, uh, says I, br- uh, breaks up with her, throws her out a window, and then she, uh, flies, basically skids along the, uh, cement of the inner harbor right by where the, um, aquarium was and uh and then that's when you guys are back where you were before you're still holding hands uh scab has ended the memory and he goes holy shit he's gonna summon a goddamn dragon yeah that's that seems fucked yeah no like you know so i don't i don't have any sort of frame of reference for this shit how big are dragons supposed to be Real um, big. They're big enough that uh <clears throat> I'm trying to think. So are we I'm talking thinking, like building sized animals or Buick sized animals? Um building like skyscraper. Okay. Alright. Yeah. So there's my context. I understand now. Yeah, and also, um basically, you know how all these monsters we have have really weird rules to have to specifically kill them. I've been informed. Dragons don't have a way of being killed. They just don't. That's um, why they're not sent over here. Okay. That's why God. we try very, very hard not to have any even leak over here. He's just going to call one in. Um, Cooper is checking on Amber. Um... Amber is not awake, but she does seem to be sleeping peacefully. Uh, Whatever damage you guys did in there is not extensive enough that it will damage her for life. Whatever damage Jorgen did. I am blameless. Look, (laughs) all, all I did was very necessary and very cool. Also, you summoned a hippo and ran the bus that she was on. But she it didn't definitely... do any damage to Amber. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, Scab is walking out, and Seymour goes, All right, so, um, Bose is here. Bose being my ex-wife. <laughs> that, name doesn't, that name doesn't mean anything yeah, to me. Yeah, that means absolutely nothing to me. Yeah, uh-huh. I just realized that when I finished saying it, so that's why I clarified Bose being my ex-wife couple things about my ex-wife one we hate each other's guts not in the way that you know james and amber do but in the more traditional sense of you know platonically we get it yes yes uh two Two, he's a 16 foot tall female ogre (laughs) uh and two she works for the dhea and Uh, no bad bad sylvester bad not only does she work for the DHEA, she is basically next in line to be the administrator. So you brought her here to execute her, right? No. What is your train of thought? Please help me understand. My train of thought is I am absolutely the last person she would ever, ever, ever call. And she called me and told me there was something serious going on. 
So if she's not trying to call Graham and she's not trying to call Arius, obviously something big is going on down there. And she came to me for it. So I figured I owe it to her. She's literally out of options is what she's you're saying. Yes. Sort of like how our sort of how like our friend Graham was basically out of options. Speaking of Graham, he and Bose are getting along pretty well. God, he has made friends with Graham. Well, I'm sure that's insufferable. Look, I don't get what the big tall deal is about Graham. Um. Uh, he. You know how, like, you and Amber have that thing where you hate each other's guts, but you still fuck? Yeah. Okay, we don't fuck. (laughs) Oh, so you're boring. Okay. I I understand. Uh. Also, he he can probably kick your ass. He he can. He's a small man, but he is powerful. He can try. He kicked my I would actually (laughs) like to see that. I would pay to see that. Anyway, I'm gonna go threatening loom over, uh, threatening loom over bows. So because Grand, because uh, Seymour did say I get to eat her. If it, it sounds like a uh, sounds like a betrayal situation you here. Don't, you don't actually eat people, do you? She doesn't know that. <laughs> All right. Just like picture her as a big stack of flapjacks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um. Yeah, you guys go in there. Uh, everybody's here. So uh, you see Ollie, you see Tabitha, you see uh, Jared, Graham, Seymour. Um, and then there's some. There's a couple other people here that you actually don't recognize. Um, they they kind of looked a little pissed off and like. Some of them are eyeing Seymour very suspiciously, but like he he's not really paying atten- attention to them. He's like, "This is this is all we've got." Um, and one one guy goes, "Well, apparently L.A. is keeping an eye on the uh, on the girl's mother just in case." Um, uh, somebody goes, "Way isn't coming." Uh, I'm pretty sure he's. He said he was busy, but I mean, uh, who right. knows with that guy? I can get us more reinforcements, but I'd need to get back to my apartment to do it. Uh, we should probably listen to what Bose says first. Just be on the safe side. James is texting right now. Um, oh, by the way, that comment is me um, kind of retconning that the... Or I don't even know if it's retconning. Just establishing that the portal only oh, works oh. at my apartment, and the only reason it worked at um, the fl- Seven Leaf Clover is because there's enough connection to. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. All right. Um, and why did it work at Amber's apartment? Because I I don't know. Okay, then no retconning. Enough involved. magic. I don't anyway. know. Maybe Morgan's enough magic that it worked. I have anyway, no idea. anyway, anyway. Um. So, uh. A very well-dressed man walks up to you, James, and goes, Who are you? Uh, it's 
it's extremely rude to ask someone's name before giving your own, good sir. Right. And I don't give a shit. Who are you? <laughs> I also don't give a shit. All right. And give a shit and a- don't give a shit. Welcome. It's at this point, he just grabs your phone out of your hand and looks to see what you're texting. Uh, I mean, I like, I'm, I'm considering thinking about that. Can I roll to dodge? Yeah, you can roll to dodge. You can, you can go ahead and roll an act under pressure. Hmm. Seven. Seven. He's either going to grab your phone or he's going to grab your hand and then start crushing your wrist and grab your phone. Uh, I mean, I need to send these fucking texts, so I don't fucking care. You can have my wrist. I only need one hand to text. All right. Um, no, I mean, like, he's grabbing, he's going to try, he's, like, basically grabbing it so that way he can angle it so that way he can see what you're texting. So, I mean, he, he can look so long as he doesn't stop me. All right. What's, what are you texting? I'm texting Daniel. I'm telling him to, I'm telling him to put a go bag together and get moving to California. Um, he goes, who's Daniel? My husband. All right. Going to say this right now. Probably too late for him. If you are, if you spent that long in there and need to warn him about something, probably too late. You can try. I'm not going to stop you. I'm not that much of an asshole. I know I'm an asshole, but I'm not. You're enough that asshole much. to say, "Hey, your husband's probably already dead," but you know, uh, not dead. No, they'll probably just use him as worse than instead. dead. Awesome. Yeah, worse than dead. Go ahead. You can keep, you can keep do- doing that. Seems like the secret's out of the bag anyway. Considering what seem considering what Seymour's telling us. All right. Um, so, hey, instead of just calling you that asshole, hi, I'm Cooper. Who are you? Arian. Uh, Williams would not be an appropriate name because we already have somebody uh, of that last name. So the na- random name generator, you have failed me. Um, <laughs> Billy Bob. Uh, Cotton Eye Joe. Aaron Griffiths. No. A- A- Eric. Aaron Griffiths, A R R O N G R. Yeah. Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, Aaron Griffiths. Aaron. Aaronis. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm going to so call him Ron. <laughs> You're going to call me Aaron, or I'm going to, or I'm going to put my foot so far up your ass, you'll be coughing shoe leather for the next week. Hey. I don't need shoe leather. I have shoes. I pointed my shoes. <laughs> uh, he looks at Seymour and goes, he's a time traveler, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's a time traveler. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, can I just, uh, who exactly are, I know your name, but what is your position? What is your title? What do you do? I'm the leader of the Chicago Union. <sighs> and Oh, I've heard about you. Mm-hmm. And trust me, when I say that I don't care about people, when I say that I'm very serious about my job, I mean about everybody in here. And Seymour, at this point, steps in front of him, and he goes, you do not threaten my fucking people in my fucking state, in my fucking city, again, Aaron. And if you do, I'm 
going to kick your ass out of the city and we will solve this ourselves. Who died and put you in charge, Seymour? Apparently Poe. Oh, he was already dead. Uh, Not now, they both say. (laughs) Did I get in the Stereo. Yeah. Cool. Um, so they go, so everyone, we're going to sit here, we're going to listen to what Rhea has to say, and we're going to react accordingly. And, uh, Rhea just sort of stands up. She's a, she's like a full head shorter than, um, than Seymour is, and she looks to be about the same age. Um, probably a little less well, actually, no, probably about as equally stressed out looking, considering they both have very stressful jobs. Um, so both of them look probably a little bit older than they actually are. I don't want to give a specific age, because I never thought about a specific age for these characters. Um, and she goes, alright, so um, I figured out about, I don't know, an hour ago that uh, that the fucking Administrator of the Department of Homeland Environmental uh, Acquisitions has been replaced with a monster. I yeah, mean, one that can split its head open. I punched it in the nose a few times. Yeah, we fought it. I, I think. Yeah, you're a little bit behind on that one. Uh, thank you, Graham. Um, but I don't think you do got you people. Oh my god, I don't think what you people know is that they're going to Area 51. And for the most part, um, uh, the the Ravens kind of like wince and look very concerned. Some of them have no idea. Apparently they're new leaders or whatever. Um, you guys would have no idea what this means. I especially don't know what this uh, means. Uh, yes, man dressed in armor that looks like a bug. Hi, uh, Cooper. Um, we actually know what Morgan's plan is. We just kind of were in Amber's head and saw him explain it to her. Perfectly normal thing to say. Okay. Yeah. He is apparently summoning a dragon. Okay. We don't have dragons at Area 51. Yeah, but this is going to kill like 16 million people. Right. But that's not our immediate concern because he's not in... Maryland. He's not even on the East Coast. He's not even on any coast. He's currently in Nevada right now in Area 51. Okay, and you're going to have to explain when, that. Yeah, I'm motioning with my hands, which means... Oh my god. How do you not inform these people of these things, Seymour? And he's like, I... just, just explain, please. Area 51 is where the DHEA sends all of the monsters that it captures for further study. Literally, pretty much every monster we've caught since 1943 has be- is there. Okay, so yeah, now I understand why exactly how bad that is. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Also, and- side note, out of character, I just want you to know, I just had the mental image of Morgan Naruto running into there. <laughs> Do you want to? Oh, no. Same. <laughs> um, so she goes, yeah, and Arius is the only person, aside from the President of the United States, if the President knows about our current situation, which this one doesn't, because Arius... Anyway. Arius is the only one who can allow for every monster 
to be released at once. It's called the Invasion uh, Protocol. If America was so invaded that it threatened our way of life, we could release every monster into the world and just have them deal with the invaders. It was put into play because, you know, Nazis. Spite. Um, yeah, I get it. That's a pretty yeah. American thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So uh, we were worried that the Nazis would, would try and invade us. And, you know, it's perfectly normal to just want to get rid of them like that. Um, I I think he's on his way to do that right now. And there's uh, basically nothing we can do to stop him. There so, might be something, actually. No, considering I had to wait an hour to come tell you people this. Mm, and um, he teleported to Nevada shortly before I called my ex-husband. Okay. I can't... Um, how familiar are, are you with the Arthurian legend? Not my strong suit. Okay, do you know Merlin? I know of Merlin, yes. Yeah, he's real. He's the one who gave me this We armor. are aware of the Knights of the Round Table, Okay, yes. I can go get to them, but I have to get either to Amber's apartment, the old safe house, or my apartment to do so. We don't have the time. I'm just coming here to warn you people about this stuff. All right. I'm pretty sure that he's just going to end up bringing them all here anyway. It's good that you guys are all just converging here. Okay. I'm trying to warn you of a possible very big invasion, which is going to be apparently capped off with a dragon, which actually exists, which is something I'm learning today. Oddly enough, not the weirdest thing I'm learning today. Kind of learning that your boss has been replaced by a monster that eats brains. Yeah, that's a, that tips the scale a little bit. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, welcome to my world. Every day since I joined this is just getting a little bit weirder. Oh, I've been part of the DHEA for years. I've seen weird shit, just not this weird. Hmm. So... Aaron and basically all the other um, ra- Raven leaders in the room, they start making various phone calls. Uh, basically, uh, Seymour didn't have any idea that this was going to be happening, so he only called the leaders. Right now, uh, you hear Aaron uh, saying, get the uh, get the Union, whatever they're hunting, pull them off, get them down to Baltimore now. You hear a bunch of other people uh, doing the same. Um, the, basically, the troops are amassing. Cool. Um, All right. So, Seymour I, goes looks over at I, you guys. Okay, I'd okay. like to do a thing. Okay. I'd like to get a hold of a map of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. It seems like it shouldn't be too big of an ask. No, no, of course not. Um. So, I'll tap Tabitha on the shoulder. Yeah, ta- yeah, T- uh, Tabitha looks around and goes, yeah? Uh, do you have a map of the city? Digital or physical? I prefer physical. Be she easier to draw on. moves over to a room and uh, starts shuffling around a bunch of maps, and she pulls out a map. Yes, a physical okay. map of Baltimore. So I will roll it out on the table, and I will reproduce the magic circle that Morgan had. 
up on here's wall. here's the thing that is gonna take some remembering so i would like you to roll act under pressure and i know exactly what the uh seven to nine thing is going to be if you roll that okay um since is this enough of a morgan thing for me to get my know my prey sure i will allow that all right well that's a 13 that's a 13 so yeah you managed to recreate it perfectly wow burned that shit into my memory yeah so, uh, and then I take a different color marker and I start uh, circling the points, like see- things that seem like nexuses on mm-hmm. uh, of the array. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I will pass it off to Graham and Bose mm-hmm. and ask them if the points that I've circled mean anything to them. Uh, Graham looks at it and he goes, it doesn't mean anything to me. And then Bose looks at it and goes, it means something to me. Um, these are where the towers have been. How long has Arius been replaced? He's been building these towers for, since November, since February. Was that before or after he showed up in my apartment? I think it's That was was way after. Okay. Yeah, well after. Um, she goes, he's been building those since the, they need to be destroyed, but like, I. Okay. So um, let me break down if I understand what was going on here. Arius is in Nevada right now and unleashing a horde of monsters to teleport here to basically keep us busy. Uh, so we can activate his plan to summon the dragon. And we need to summon all of our troops to <laughs> fight against that, but we put a strike force together to go deal with Morgan himself. Is that about right? That's pretty much it. Okay. Again, I need to go get to... I can go get the Knights of the Round Table, because yeah. they've been jumping at the bit to get this asshole, too. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have fine. a way to teleport. We'll have more troops. But again, I need to get back to either... You can just, te- you can just text him. You can just text Merlin... You don't need to use the thing. You can just text Merlin and be like, hey, yo, we need help. I forgot I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) I would say Cooper can remember that he could do that. Sufficiently advanced. I thought that was just going to be more. I just wanted to give a a set piece where I have to break back into like a heavily guarded apartment. Oh, no, there's going to be there's going to be some definite set pieces uh, that will be. All right. I'll just like fucking text him. Like, All right. yo, wizard boy, shit be going down. All right, so yeah, as, so as, you're texting him, as you're texting him, um, Seymour uh, says, all right, um, we're going to need to figure out how to kill Morgan. And honestly, I can't think, while the rest of the troops are amassing, I can't think of anyone better to deal with this <laughs> than you two and also him. Congratulations, you're a Crimson Raven now. Huzzah! I feel so incredibly honored. It doesn't mean much anymore, but, you know. Actually, I'll holler over my shoulder. Hey, Thomas. It still comes out as Gab. And he goes, what? Sure, sure. But he knows. He would have felt the tug of his magic. (laughs) Yep, yep, he knows. But it's... Yep, but it still doesn't doesn't matter to him. What? Yeah. If I wanted to kill you, how would I have to do it? Why would I tell you that? Because Morgan is half of what you are. Right, but just only being half is not going to 
It's going to be completely different. And also, I'm not exactly keen on chatting how to kill gremlins in a room full of monster hunters, some of which are very keen on just killing monsters for no good reason. He says, looking at Aaron, and Aaron just sort of shrugs. <laughs> so you could tell me quietly in my ear. Or you could just not assume that it's going to be the same rules for, you know, whatever the hell it is Morgan is. We need to come up with a name for these things, even though there's only been two. I nominate Cockhole. Cockhole sounds good. Yeah, Cockhole. Uh, I... Look, my thought is, he's half of what you are, so we get what kills you, and then he's half of something else, so we get what Well, if you have Revenant, um... We'll need something from his past. Does anybody know a Revenant? Uh, yes. Cool. Do you have that person on speed dial? Can you ask how... I am literally uh, contacting them now. It's, uh, it's at this point, uh, there's a teleportation sounds upstairs, uh, and... That would be him. Uh, and you can hear 13 sets of footsteps. Actually, no, technically it would be 14 because two of the footsteps, because one of those people is a dog. footsteps and four paw steps. Yes. <laughs> um, and down walks uh, the person, the very person you were talking about. Yeah, so when someone, when I, the group starts to come down, I shout, alright, which one of you is the Revenant? Uh, Gawain raises his hand and he goes, hi? Hi, how do I kill you? That's not how you introduce yourself to someone. Arius, Reynolds, and several of their DHEA members walk into the elevator of Area 51 inserting a special keycard that takes them down below the testing facility where most of the employees work at. When the door opens up, Reynolds steps out, looking around a bit. They were in a control room of some sort, and an observation window in front of them revealed a cylindrical room that spiraled downward for miles, it seemed. He couldn't even see the bottom of the pit. The woman in the room at the controls barely got two words out before Reynolds looked her in the eye, and she was under Reynolds' control. Open all the doors and put me on speaker. The woman in Arius went to her computer and typed in the override codes to open every door at once. Alarms blaring, the guards in the room looking confused. For about a second, before the bloodbath started. Friends, kindred, I have returned, as I promised I would. I have delivered freedom, as I said I would. And now it is time to live up to your ends of the bargain. I will be sending you to our new kingdom. There, you must wait and hide until the time is right. You won't be waiting long. Preparations are nearly complete. And our time has almost come. The time of your oppression by the courts and the sultans are over. The time of your liberation is at hand. Let us lead a glorious new future for fey and undead alike. A series of roars whoops, cheers, and other inhuman sounds of joy rise from the miles-deep chasm as the monsters start heading upward. Morgan using the orb to make the detecting task of teleporting thousands of monsters more bearable. However, for one of them, he simply says, 
I will need your help personally. You will come with me and Arius. Soon, the DHEA portion of Area 51 is empty. Reynolds looks at the woman who was at the controls and says, Climb over the railing and jump into the pit. Arius and Reynolds walk out with a small container, not even watching as the woman follows the order given to her. The elevator goes back up, and the other employees of Area 51 are none the wiser. <laughs>